Hello friends. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season and New Year's last week. Of course, what do most people do when New Year's rolls around? We've all been eating a lot of indulgent food, taking time off, probably sitting a lot watching Christmas movies, and we are primed and ready for change. Yay for New Year's resolutions. Time for us to change everything we don't like about ourselves for two weeks in January before reverting straight back into our old habits before the month is over. Womp womp. Have you ever been there? I know I have. It's so frustrating. That's why today we're going to dive into what you want to do before you start a new nutrition or exercise plan or any fitness goal, any big fitness goal. We don't want this year to end up like all the rest. So today I'm going to give you six critical tips to help your fitness goals succeed this year. Hey friend, welcome to the Effective Fitness for Women podcast, your go-to guide for practical weightlifting and nutrition tips. I'm Rachel, a wife, mom of six, registered dietitian, and passionate weightlifter. This podcast is for the woman who is tired of not knowing what to do in the gym, frustrated with trying to eat right, but not sure what eating right actually is, and just wants to start seeing some results. If that's you, then you're in the right place. This podcast is all about teaching you what you need to do in the gym and the kitchen to lose fat, gain muscle, and be the strongest you've ever been. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. First, get a pen and a paper because we're going to write down numbers one through six for our six critical steps to make your fitness goals successful. Today's episode is probably going to be a little challenging for some of us. You want to make a change. You are tired of not having energy, your clothes not fitting right, not being able to keep up with your kids, and gosh darn it, this year you're going to do something about it. I want you to know that you're in a fantastic place mentally. You are so motivated and you want to do all the things right now. You're pumped and planning to hit the gym six days a week. You're going to meal prep every single meal, avoid all sugar. But first, I want you to take a step back for a second. Let's pause and think about when you're going to do all these things. Because that's the first thing you need to figure out, right? When are you going to make time to exercise? When are you going to have time to meal plan, maybe meal prep, to support your goal of eating right? If you're freaking out right now, panicking, asking yourself, oh my goodness, she's right, when am I going to do this? Just breathe for a second and we're going to walk through this together. So on your paper, the first step or your first tip is to evaluate. Take a second and evaluate if your health goal is a non-negotiable. A non-negotiable is something that is essential to you functioning well as a person. Full disclosure, I got the term non-negotiable from another podcaster. She does business coaching and had an episode on how you need to reframe things you really need to get done in your business or life in general as non-negotiable or negotiable. Anyway, I thought it really pertained well to fitness, and I started thinking of my mindset about fitness in that way. You can go check out her podcast. It's called Online Business for Christian Women if you are in the business world. She's got tons of great stuff. Anyway, 
back to non-negotiable. An easy example of a non-negotiable could be going to work. You need money to live, so you have to go to work. End of story. Obviously, there's exceptions to this, as there is with anything, but it's a simple example that most people can relate to. You have to make time for this thing in your life because it's necessary for you to live and function well. Another example could be laundry. I mean, it has to get done, right? Eventually anyway, unless you use some sort of laundry service, which good for you. That's great. (laughs) But it's a non-negotiable. You make time for the non-negotiable things in your life. You have to have clean clothes and you make time to do it at some point. It may not get put away the same day, but that's a different issue. (laughs) So what I want you to ask yourself is, is this thing, this goal, something that is necessary for me to live and function well? I'm going to use exercise as my main health example in this episode because it's one that most people want to get better at. But you could think of getting better sleep, meal planning regularly, or any big fitness or health goal in this way. So what you need to ask yourself is, is regular exercise something that's necessary for me to live and function well? If you don't think so, that's a different problem. There's tons of research showing that regular exercise is critical for improving your body's ability to function well, especially as we age. But I don't think most of you listening actually think exercise isn't important. Most of us do. And that's why it's such a popular New Year's resolution. So most of us think regular exercise is in fact something that is necessary for us to live and function well. So why do we let it slide? If exercise or eating right or getting good sleep is so critical, How come we don't treat it like we do our job or laundry or any of the other non-negotiable things in our lives? I truly believe the answer is that we don't actually believe it's non-negotiable. We have to change that. Part of the reason is that the consequences of an unhealthy lifestyle take a while to set in and they can be subtle at first. As opposed to like, if you don't make time to go to work, you don't get paid. That's a very quick cause and effect. Health stuff takes longer. You know, eat fast food every day and in a whole year you gain 15 pounds. That's a much slower cause and effect. So what can we do about this? That's the next critical tip. I want us to start thinking about our health goals or our fitness goals as non-negotiable in our lives. It is a necessity for us to function well and live well. We make time for things that are non-negotiable. Your body's health is important. Often I think as women, and moms especially, we put others' needs first over, you know, over and over to our detriment. And I won't even say needs, I'll say wants. We often put others' wants ahead of our needs. I'm not saying don't feed your kids so you have time for the gym, but I am saying Consider what your family or kids can let go of so you can prioritize your health so you can be your best for them for as many years as you can. You have to choose your hard. You will make time for your fitness now or you will have to make time for your illness later. What I want you to do is to start to consider your health goals as non-negotiable in your life. So the third tip. 
Now we can actually get to the time piece, the when are we going to do whatever it is our health goal is. Um, but I want you first to think about, did you see how critical the first three steps were? Because now when you go to write down when you're going to go to the gym or meal plan or whatever, there's a new level of importance that you've now placed on your goal so you can put it in the right spot in your day instead of just shoving it in where you put the other stuff in your life that's negotiable. Anyway, back to planning the when. You need to plan when to go. We make time for non-negotiable things in our lives. We have to go to the store for groceries, have to go to the, you know, do the laundry, go to work, all that. I want you to pull out your planner or your digital calendar, look at a week view, and write down when you are going to work on your health and fitness goals. If you don't have a planner or you don't use a calendar, then I highly recommend you get one so that you can see your week and what you prioritize, you know, what your priorities are for that week. So for example, if you're listening to this podcast, probably weightlifting is a goal for you. If you're completely new to fitness and want to start weightlifting, two days a week at the gym is probably a good starting point for you. Although if you could do three, that would get you faster results. So try and separate the workouts by a day if you can. If not, that's okay too. If you have a home gym, that's awesome and you can use that equipment. Otherwise, for the rest of us, we need to figure out when we can go to the gym. If you have kids at home with you that will be going to the gym with you, take the time to find a gym that has a good kids program. Most of them in my area, you can leave your kids for two hours in the childcare area. Um, and I want you to make sure that the childcare program is good because mom guilt is killer. If you feel guilty for leaving your kids somewhere where they're just stuck in front of a screen the whole time and your kids are bored, they're going to hate it. And so are you, which will make you not want to go. So take your time on picking the right gym. Also be sure it's within, you know, a reasonable driving distance from you. Probably no more than 15 minutes, honestly, to make it sustainable long-term. Once you have the right gym, think about when is a good time for you to go that's prioritizing it. Do you already feel like you don't have time for the gym? <laughs> Ask yourself why. And then what do you need to say no to to prioritize it? And the same goes for any other health goal. Sometimes we're going to have to say no to some things so that we can say yes to other things that we need to do. Our health is a non-negotiable, right? So write on your calendar when those two workouts or three workouts are going to happen. The next thing to do, number four, is to set up a reminder. When we get busy, we can forget to look at our planner. And then the next thing you know, you completely forgot to go to the gym. This is especially true anytime you are setting up a new habit. So get a task app on your phone or set the reminder in your digital calendar and put go to the gym on there and have it remind you 30 minutes before. Do that until you get into the habit of it. The next step is number five, and that is to prep beforehand. If you're working out in the morning, set your gym clothes out and get your water bottle ready to go and do it the night before. Use your task app to set a reminder. Side note. Y'all, I use a task app for so much and it's helped so much in my mental load. Why make my brain remember to do all this stuff when a computer can do it for me? That's just a little freebie. Get yourself a task app. 
So back, back on track, we're going to prep beforehand. If you go to the gym after work, have your stuff packed in the car in the morning before you go. Basically, all this is don't give your brain an excuse to back out. I know this sounds like a lot, but trust me, once you start to see results and see how good you start feeling, your clothes start fitting better, you're going to want to go to the gym. I truly believe that. And there's also an aspect of when you're weightlifting, like seeing how strong you're getting and you just, when you meet a goal that you had, you really, you get this pumped up feeling like you're like, oh my gosh, I did that. You, it's the endorphins, I know. Um, but I mean, I genuinely look forward to my workouts and I've been at this for a while and I used to think going to the gym was such a chore, like I dreaded it. I was just working out in the wrong way. So the last thing I want you to do, the last tip is to give yourself grace. You aren't going to make every single workout. Kids get sick, crises happen, life happens. Give yourself grace for those moments. And it's easier to give yourself that grace when you know you have given your best effort at other times. For example, if I miss a workout, I know that I'll be okay long-term because it's rare. Most of the time I'm there and I'm working hard. If my goal is to go twice a week and I'm missing once a week, well, that's hard to give myself grace for because it's starting to sound more like an excuse because it happens so much. Just be honest with yourself. If you find you are honestly giving your best effort and you can't meet that goal, you know, two times a week or whatever, then you probably need to take a second and reevaluate your goal. Is going to the gym two times a week too much for you? Maybe you need to set it down to one at the beginning so you can actually meet it and then you can up it to two later. Just think about if you're, you know, think about that if you're consistently struggling to meet your goals. So there you have it. Six critical steps to make your health goals successful. Just to review, the first one is to evaluate if your goal is a non-negotiable. And it probably is if it's a big health goal like regular exercise. The next step is to reframe that goal in your mind as a non-negotiable in your life. Next, we talked about planning the time in your week to go and putting that in your calendar. The fourth step is setting up a reminder before to remind you to actually do the thing. Step five is to prep beforehand. If your goal requires some element of preparation beforehand, like getting your gym stuff ready or any meal planning prep, like compiling a list of healthy recipes to use that week, then do that prep before so you don't give yourself an excuse not to do it. And then the last one is to give yourself grace for when you don't meet your expectations. I talked a lot about going to the gym in this episode as an example, but it also goes for any big health goals like, you know, meal planning, getting more sleep, all those types of things. So this week for your practical takeaway, what I want you to do is I want you to plan when you are going to the gym this week. If you don't go yet, sit down Figure out when you're going to go and follow the steps in this episode to plan it out. You got this. Next week, I'm going to talk about a simple and effective way to structure a workout routine so you can start getting those results. So check back for that. It's going to be good. 
enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and I would love to see a five-star review from you. This helps other women find this podcast so they can start to get results too. Let's help other women start their